What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision, coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Ah, welcome everybody to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I am one of your hosts, Megan Silito, and my other lovely host, Say your name, lady. Uh, yes, this is Suzanne coming to you live, and I really want to congratulate you, darling, on getting our name right, our radio show name right. <laughs> it's the very first time. <laughs> it's our fourth show today, and you totally just got it right. Woohoo! <laughs> See, I just keep getting better, babes. <laughs> I really do. And I was, I was holding my breath going, is that right? Is that right? Okay, it's love first, love first. Because that, you've been training me in between shows. Honey, it's love first. <laughs> and so I, okay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So I'm so excited for today's show. And interesting, um, as I was uh, listening to our promo song about, you know, Live the life you want to live. And I'm thinking about our topic today, which is who's your daddy and who's your mama and who's everybody else? Because most people, their biggest obstacle to living the life that they desire is getting out of the realities and lives of the people that they have been mimicking and living around and unconsciously and consciously taking on their life and living. And so I'm so excited for today's show. This has been a big deal. This this awareness about how I've mimicked uh, other people and other people's desires and their fears has been really a big, big awareness for me and is starting to free up so much energy. Yeah, so I think you kind of need to back up a little bit because... Uh oh did I get excited? You did, and I don't think people know what the hell you're even talking about. Really? <laughs> well, tell the people. So you tell the people, you fill in the details, and then I'll be the big vision. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah, so I think people are kind of scratching their heads and saying, what do you mean I'm not living my life? You know, whose life would I be living if it's not my life? And so, you know, what I want to say about that is we come into this world as a new baby and we're totally in our essence and we're totally, it's like our soul expression just right off of, you know, off the bat. Um, and then we get like cooked in our uh, mom's energy and almost instantly we actually start taking on perhaps some of our mom's stuff like, you know, her stress during the pregnancy or whatever. So by the time we're born, we're in an environment and in energies that are 
a lot of times very different than who we are. And yet we belong in this family. Uh, we're trying to belong in this family. We're trying to, you know, uh, get our needs taken care of. And so we actually start taking on uh, everybody's points of view, their beliefs and their ideas about living. We learn to communicate and talk and behave and act <clears throat> based on what we see around us. So by the time, usually by the time we're teenagers, we've actually pretty much like uh, gone with the status quo and given up a lot of our essence and who we really are. And so that's kind of the background story as to why, uh, what we're talking about here, which is, you know, whose life are you, are you living? Are you actually claiming you, the essence of you, uh, the, the truest part of you, um, and living that life? Or are you living a life based on somebody else's ideas and somebody else's beliefs and somebody else's way of living? Nicely done. Mm -hmm. I, You know what, though? I have details about your details. Sweet! I know, right? I know. I just, <laughs> Something's happening. Maybe I'm mimicking your details. I think your, so. Your for details. My take, goodness. Take it away, hon. Mm -hmm. So something that um, it, it, I've been doing rebirthing for 20 years, started doing it with rapid eye therapy. And what rebirthing is, is like you basically take people back through the process of like choosing to come into a body, um, the process of conception. And it, it, it's really amazing how much awareness we have of all of those things. Like I've, I've done rebirthing sessions where somebody literally heard a, a piece of music they'd never heard in their lives through the rebirthing session, went home, talked to their mom, and mom was like, oh, I played that through your whole pregnancy. I mean, it's like we are like just taking on all this stuff from the very beginning. And one of the ways we do that is through something that um, a, a term that I learned in Access Consciousness called biomimetic mimicry, but it's actually a scientific term um, that is our ability to duplicate something. It's like the cell's ability to duplicate. and um, But we duplicate on every level to try to understand our environment, try to understand our reality. It's a natural ability of our bodies um, so that we can fit in. And so that's that, and people say, well, you know, why would I, how, as a baby, how would I know to take this on or whatever? But it's like you don't know how to take it on. Your body does. Your body is like mimicking its environment constantly. And what I find with people who are more sensitive, they have a lot of energetic sensitivities, that not only did they mimic, but they were like, oh, my gosh, my mom is really stressed out. And maybe I can pull that out of her and into me, and then she won't be so stressed because I can take it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's. Yeah, that was whole... me. That was totally me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm raising my hand saying, yep, that was me. <laughs> uh, do you want to say a little bit more about that? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know, in having a lot of different sessions and a lot of uh, uh, transformational work around my childhood, um, I've come to a lot of awarenesses about that, that, you know, that I am an empath and so I'm naturally sensitive to energy. And so 
I actually just started taking that on, you know, when I was in the womb. So um, my my mom had like three kids who were all really young uh, when she was pregnant with me. Um, her dad was living with her. So, you know, the environment was really crazy. We were in this tiny house. Um, and, you know, in doing some of these healing sessions, like these these images would come up um, and it would be like I was seeing my mom's life from her perspective. It was really crazy. Um, and so as I've come to understand myself and know myself, I've realized that that was really how I navigated my environment clear back into the womb is being very external in my energy and seeing what was out there all the time so that I could mimic it, so that I could maybe uh, help them with their stress or try to fix something that was going on. Like it was all from a place of like wanting to fit in and belong, but also because I cared because I didn't want my parents to fight with each other because I didn't want them to hate themselves. Like all those kinds of crazy things that, you know, um, that you take on when you're little. So that definitely was my experience. Mm -hmm. And I want to see, I want to give a shout out because there's also some ways that we can learn really quick this way. Um, I, I have always been in in NLP they talk about modeling which is really just another fancy way to say mimicking that the fastest way to learn anything is to sort of model somebody else and I think that the a distinction that I got from Dr. Dane here at level 2 and 3 this uh February because is that we can we can duplicate certain things, but we don't really want to mimic or model a, a person in their entirety. That's the problem with it, right, is that we go, okay, I'm going to model your way of teaching, or I'm going to model, I'm going to learn from you how you're doing it, and then I, it's kind of a, it's much faster than manuals, which I, I don't like to read so much and can't understand them as well. But I feel like what I've done is like when we say, oh, okay, I'm going to do what they're doing, what hap can happen is is that, well, not only can we learn the thing they're doing really well, but we can also take on other things of theirs that we might not want. So, like, there is a way to say, oh, okay, I'll have some of that. I want to duplicate this part of what a person's doing but you never want to try to mimic the whole thing because it's a whole ball of wax that you maybe don't know you're signing up for um so and there may be capacities that you have that are beyond that person that you are mimicking um one of the things that i did is i learned how to serve i'm a tennis player and i learned how to serve by watching the pros and apparently i do everything wrong but i have an awesome serve and there's something that I, I I duplicated, but then there's something that I added to it that that became mine. So I just wanted to kind of give a shout out that there are positive things that we mimic and duplicate, but the problem is is they they kind of come all together in the same soup, and we we have to kind of weed out you know the things that are part of who we are and, and what we're choosing for our life from 
you know, our parents' desires, our parents' fears, um, and, and that sort of thing. So it's not all in the negative. There's some positive that we take on in all of that. Well, yeah, and I want to jump in and say that, you know, this empathic uh, capacity that I have, that I really started kind of right out of the gate doing, um, has served me so well in my life now that I know what's happening, now that I know that I'm doing it, now that I know, you know, where I end and another person begins. So I use this ability to feel people's feelings and to uh, sometimes read people's thoughts and know what's going on emotionally for them. I use this ability in my coaching every day. And it helps me be incredibly intuitive and empathetic and super supportive um, to my coaching clients because I get them. So, you know, when I was younger, I didn't know how to separate. I didn't know how to kind of step out of somebody else's energy and get back into mine. Um, but now I do. And now um, it. I consider a huge blessing and a huge gift um, in my life. So absolutely positive uh, aspects of it. It's just, you know, weeding out where it doesn't serve anymore. And that's what I love about our topic is uh, being able to identify these ideas and opinions and beliefs and ways of living that aren't yours um, and kind of weeding through all of that to get to the truth and to claim the life that you really want to live, not based on somebody else in the way that they did it. Yeah, thanks. I I would add to that that, you know, I, I posted on Facebook a little bit about my coaching session yesterday with my coach, Janice Blackert, and it was a really profound session for me. Um, because I want to really, I want to kind of go in a little bit deeper now and go, okay, like, what are the things that I'm creating right now that actually are mine? Mm -hmm. Ask everybody should be asking themselves this question about twenty times a day, right? Is like, wow, like is this my life I'm creating? Are these my choices that I am making? And the thing is, is this is really tricky and sticky. I mean, I've been uh, coaching and doing energy modalities for twenty years, and this awareness I had in my coaching session yesterday is kind of blowing my head up a little bit. Um, one of the, the, the things that she asked me is she says, okay, Megan, who creates your body? And I said, well, me, she asked me again, cause she wanted a clear answer on that. Me, I am creating my body. And she goes, well, whose body are you creating? And I literally just had this intuitive flash and, and, and image. And it was the fear of the body that my mother thought she might create. She was so afraid of being fat. And every time, I mean, I wouldn't see her for two years. She wouldn't even say, hi, Megan. She would comment on the size of my ass. <laughs> and, and just, you know, just to, Wow, because, there's the love right there. <laughs> I know. There's so much love. I mean, she was had such a fear of being fat. Now, let me let me also say this. My mother was about five foot nothing 
maybe five foot one tops. She liked to say she was five three because she had boots that were five inches tall. Um, and she was about 95 cents. Like she is like just this tiny little woman, but she was so scared of being fat. And I literally realized that I was trying to take, I literally took that fear out of her and created a body that she was afraid to have. So she wouldn't have to create it. Wow. Whoops. That's intense. <laughs> I know. I, I was swiped out after that session yesterday. I was like, I see a little nap. <laughs> you know, it's like I've been working really hard to create something I didn't want and wasn't mine. Blah. Now, the the thing about that is, is that we do the do this so unconsciously, guys. Like, we don't even know we're doing it. Like, I mean, I've been doing this shit 20 years. I never saw that. I never, until somebody directly asked me that question, I did not have the awareness. So one of the first things we can do, guys, is ask some questions because those questions will bring awareness. They'll bring those awarenesses because until we become aware of what we're choosing, what we're creating, we actually can't choose anything else. And and that awareness was golden for me. You know, mm -hmm. it's like we really have to be going, okay, like, you know, whose choices are you making? Whose reality are you validating by the choices that you're making? And I, and I want to talk, I want to add one more thing to that, which is that in our reality, agreement equals a validation, right? It's like, if you agree with me, you love me. And in our society, if we disagree, that means war sometimes. We literally kill people for disagreeing with us. So agreement in our reality is this really strong survival mechanism. So a lot of times we're trying to get agreement out of people, but we're also trying to give the people we love agreement. And so oftentimes we will choose things to support and agree with the reality of the people we're living with. Did that make sense? I feel a little confused, honestly. Okay. So I'll, I'll okay. Because this is a sticky one. All right. So let me ask the question. Okay. Whose reality are you living with the choices you're making in relationship? Whose reality are you validating with the choices you're making in relationship? Hmm. Whose so, reality? Go ahead. So what this brings up for me is like is this why with every person I've ever been with that like after I'd been with them for a, a little minute I would start kind of actually blending into who they were and I'd start like taking on aspects of what they did so like my kids will tell you that I had I've had like five transformations where I look completely different, you know, because I'm in relationship with a different person. So I was with a cowboy for a little bit. And so I was wearing like, you know, boots and seriously, like those jeans. What are those anyways? Or like, you know, I, I was dating a personal trainer. So I got my body like all super, super fit. And I was like all glam and stuff. Is that kind of what you're talking about? That I'm like, biomimetic mimicking or I'm mimicking what I think that that person wants 
And then I'm kind of blending into it for so that they'll approve of me and love me and want me and stuff. Yes, that's okay. So this is the sticky wicket. So not only are we doing that, like mimicking our partners, but who we choose in relationship and the dynamic of how we work out conflict and everything else is a validation often of our parents' relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we're not only like mimicking the person we're with, mm-hmm. but we are also validating our parents' reality of relationship oftentimes. And this is in every area. We do it in business. We do it with our bodies. We do it with money. Where I, um, One of my mentors, Gay Hendricks, uh, who, whom I adore and changed my life, tells a story of a man who called in and his session was about trying to, he'd had this cap around money. He'd never been able to make more than $70,000 in his whole life. And he's like, you know, the, the, the business that I'm in, I should be making like four times this. Like, I don't get it. And of course, my mentor is very intuitive. And he said, well, what's the most money your dad ever made? And he's like, well, I don't know. And he said, well, he said, is your dad still alive? He said, yeah. He says, can you call him? Yeah. And he goes, well, I'd like you to call him before we finish our coaching session. Can you call him right now? He says, okay. So he calls his dad, comes back on the line with Gay. And as Gay says, okay, so what's the verdict? He goes, $70,000. He said, but I never knew that. How could I, how could I like cap myself at $70,000 when I didn't know it? And that's the biomimetic mimicry. We're capping stuff that is not anywhere in our conscious awareness. We're in training ourselves and, and validating our parents' reality all the time without even knowing it. And so when he got brought that awareness forward and Gay helped him kind of create some space for what he would like to choose rather than trying to be loyal or agree with his dad. Um, I believe as the story goes that he doubled his income within the next six months, like just instantly shifted it. And there's so many places where things are sticky and we can't move through them and we don't know why. But, you know, ask yourself, whose reality am I validating here? Hmm. Yeah, like I actually feel like I'm sitting here wondering how much I do of all of that still. Like, really? So Uh do we have some clearings for this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, our producers are like, you may want to have a break sooner rather than later because people need to process this. So if you're feeling dizzy and yawning, (laughs) that uh, we're speaking to you. It means we're bringing up energy for you. So we're going to do some clearing work uh, using the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement, which you can look up online at accessconsciousnessortheclearingstatement.com. We'll give you more information. It may sound like gobbledygook to you, but this shit works, people. So how many identities were you handed by your mother? Everything that is, times a gazillion, will you uncreate and destroy it, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. How many identities were you handed by your father? Everything that is, times a gazillion, will you uncreate and destroy it, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, (laughs) shorts, and beyond. I was wondering where the yeses were. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hear yes, nothing. Please. Yes, please. Yes, please. I heard nothing on the other line. Oh my goodness. Okay, so um beautiful. So I wanted to just give a little bit of information for people who maybe aren't used to access consciousness. We ask a question in order to bring up the energy. It's not you know, it's not necessary that you know like, oh, there was 370 identities. Although if that number ha comes up, great. Awesome. Right? <laughs> like, cool. Let's clear that shit, right? But we're asking the question in order to bring awareness. We're asking the question in order to bring the energy forward of what we want and need to clear. Okay. Should we do one more? One more and then let's go to break and let people process. This is heavy <laughs> stuff today. Woo-woo! Okay, everywhere that you think that clearing it has to be heavy, can we upgrade, destroy yes, that, please? please awesome! Please. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, all nine boys, shorts. <laughs> Inside Woo. the chat room, people are like, everybody breathe. <laughs> good news, though, guys. It, this this just clearing energy. Yeah, like on the break, Dance to the song. I'm going to dance to our our break song here. Move our bodies. Let's let's get in some open space. Let's clear some space for us to get clear about our life and living. Sweet. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right. Take us to break. Woo! Most people let's live in dance. the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it on love life and all things weird megan silito and suzanne stopper bring you inspiration awesome tools for transformation and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life together they are the embodiment of opposites attract and the result is true synergistic power finding yourself roadside in either or megan and suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word and simple yes effective absolutely welcome to the land of and listen to love life and all things weird every wednesday at 12 p.m noon eastern standard time 11 a.m central 10 a.m mountain and 9 a.m pacific on a2zen.fm What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
this is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Woohoo! Welcome back, everybody. If you guys made it back, I'm super proud of you because we're going deep. We got the, uh, the, what is the gear in deep sea diving that you put on? The oxygen tanks. We've got, mm-hmm. we've got to get our oxygen tanks on today. Uh, You're doing a chat- diving rep- a reference, really? A scuba diving reference? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I can only biomimetically mimic it because I have not really done it. <laughs> I, can- <laughs> I love it. You speak of things you know nothing of. But cool. What else? <laughs> Hey, by the way, hey, by the way, before we get back into the deepness, I want to encourage everybody to come on the chat room at a to zen.fm. There's a red bar and it says chat room and you like click on it and you can put whatever name in there you want. We have a spiritual smart online right now. I think he was trying to put in spiritual smart ass, but now it's just spiritual smart. It's a little different energy, but I still like it. But we have so many people. We have April and uh, Lori, and we have a, a coach, Coach S, who's very cryptic. So we have so many awesome people. Uh, we just had Callie Girl come on, too. Woohoo! I love it. And Eleanor. We are, Eleanor. We are having a pot. Oh, my gosh. There's so many people here. It's awesome. It's rocking. So come on over to the chat room. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks for that detail, darling. You're welcome. <laughs> so I actually wanted to speak to some action and questions that are happening in the chat room. Um, and it's, uh, you know, some of the discussions that are going on here. One of the reasons I really love the chat room, it's like a classroom because people can ask questions and they can support each other. And um, I'm really loving that a lot. And I, I think what happened with the... the um, Spiritual smart is there wasn't enough room for ass, and he thought he got edited. But I just want him to know there's no editing happening here. It's just no. all about the, the numbers. Mm-hmm. All about the numbers. But um, spiritual smart mentioned that that even though they're aware, and I, I'm we've been calling him a he, but we don't know. No, I know really him. Gender. Oh, no, you do. I know him. Yeah. You like the spirit? You know, of course you know spiritual smart. <laughs> <laughs> or smart ass. <laughs> yeah, I know him. Okay, right on. (laughs) So um, something that he said on the break was, I I know that it's so funny because every time somebody posts, I lose my place and I can't read what it was said. Um, Funny thing is, I already know I am my parents and my, um, oh, oh, there's too much chat going on. I can't copy it. (laughs) And my, wait, uh, oh, and my mom downloaded her emotions into me during pregnancy. But this topic always makes me have to breathe and so one of the things that I want to really get clear about is that nobody did this to you nobody downloaded nothing into you 
<laughs> your body took it on. You you mimicked it. And and I also want to make the distinction that you're not your mom. But which is true, but what we do is we mimic and we copy and duplicate the choices and the energy of we entrain to. Okay? So there's this is kind of um uh, an oldie but a goodie. This is a rapid eye tool. Okay, so everybody, um, will you will you play the game with me, Suzanne, of just repeating what I say, and, and I would love everybody listening and on the chat room to to uh, do this with us. Okay, so I everybody start. Okay, all right. <laughs> you should be scared. Say, I, I am. I am my mom. I am. I am my mom. I am. I am not my mom. I am. I am not my mom. I can't believe we're doing this. I suck at this. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason you suck at it, Paige. I know. <laughs> I am. I am not not my mom. I am. I am not not my mom. I'm not. I am my mom. I'm not. I am my mom. I'm not. I'm not my mom. I'm not. I'm not my mom. I'm not. I'm not not my mom. I'm not. I'm not not my mom. I'm not. Not. I am my mom. I'm not. Not. I am my mom. I'm not. Not. I'm not my mom. I'm not. Not. I'm not my mom. I'm not. Not. I'm not. Not my mom. I'm not. Not. I'm not. Not my mom. Okay. So. I chose to do that even though it's sort of a process I mostly only do in session one-on-one -on -one with people because I can feel the energy around this really deep. And some of the comments um, are looking like there's a place where you're sort of merging identities. And so that that's just a process that I do in Rapid Eye that helps to kind of separate uh, the identity. What it does is it, it confuses the brain and it, and it helps to kind of unlock the place where we're kind of mushed together. Um, the, the, the thing that I, the tool that I used before the break, when I said, you know, um, uh, what did I say? Um, yeah, what I, oh, <laughs> I can how many, oh, pages turning. <laughs> I know. How many identities were handed you by your mother, by your father? Guys, you can also do that with teachers, friends, brothers, sisters, clients, students, uh, do it with everybody. How many identities? are you living in that are not yours everything that is times a godzillion we want to create and destroy it please yes right wrong good bad pot and pock all nine boys shorts and man so that's the short form that's the simple form of the longer process that we just did but i just felt like we want we needed something deeper today Woohoo! yeah so do that like 10 times and see if you can even walk or talk the not nots yes <laughs> oh yes, I'm not. And not do this. it with I'm dad not, not. too, right? Like uh -huh. I'm not, not. Should we do it? Sure. Okay. You you're gonna. I'm gonna ask you to do it again with me. All right. I'm good. All right. Hey, okay. I want to. I love my parents. Absolutely love them. Don't want to be them. <laughs> like I don't want to be ya. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! I want my own life. I claim my own life. <laughs> I want my own choices. I want my own dreams. I have my own reality. I have a life, and it's awesome, and I want more of it. <laughs> actually, before we go into the not-nots with Daddy, I, I actually want to say that uh, something you're bringing up is that, that it's not just that we mimic patterns or what we think of as negative patterns. We also mimic the limitation of their possibility. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're speaking to in a different yes. way. Yeah, because like as an example, um, you know, my dad, oh my gosh, I love him. And he's now gone three years and I miss him. 
and I love him, but he he grew up in an era where you just had to work your guts out for money. And he just worked his guts out for like 40 years, you know, if, if not longer, so that he could make a buck, you know, so that he could provide a meager existence for his family. And so growing up, I always heard, oh, you know, he has such a great worth that work ethic, which was awesome. And I learned that from him. And it was amazing. And guess what, dad, I don't want to work that hard. Like, I don't, I don't want to bust my butt day in and day out just to get a small little paycheck. Like, I want more, you know, and I deserve more and I can have more. And it's about, you know, honoring him and honoring his way and saying, yep, I get to choose different. And I get to let go of all of that, those beliefs and that programming that I took on, you know, clear back from when I was a little, little kid believing so deeply that in order to get ahead, I just had to work so hard, you know? So, um, yeah, that's an example of like, wow, thanks dad for teaching me that. And I'll take the awesome part of that. And then I get to up level and create something more and actually have it be super authentic to what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and guys, a big thing here, and this is, you spoke to the Suzanne is, choice right it's like okay i'm aware that i'm playing out this person's stuff or their i'm living out their desires or their limitations um and so the next step is either to run some clearing with it get a good coach or facilitator or use the tools they're giving you here on the show um and to make a different choice because guys when if you really are open and choosing to to release and to to move the energy of uh, utilizing the processes we're giving you here, there'll be some new space that opens up, and it's super important that you make new choices in this new space because if you go make one of the old choices, you'll reentrain that pattern. So. New choice, choice trumps every process, guys. Every process known to the universe out there is only there so that we can make a new choice. And that's where the power is. It's sometimes we need a little help. We need a little clearing. We need to be able to see something more than a black and white reality. We need to see, oh, hey, look at all these colors. I could choose a different color, right? So sometimes we do need a little bit of support, a little bit of help to kind of get through the weeds so we can see, you know, the roses or the lilacs we could be choosing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey, guess what? Yes. We have a color. <gasps> Yay! Bring them on. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. We are. <laughs> Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi, Lori. This is Lori. Hi. Hey, I I'm so excited to be on the show today. Yay. Um I I just wanted to, I think you brought it up a little bit, Megan, but I just wanted to kind of speak to this this whole thing around um the dad energy and the, you know, um I have really kind of stepped into this just recently as to how I was mimicking the way my dad did work and the way we, you know, the way he did, you know, kind of approached any kind of a career path. And it really wasn't even 
I think a lot of it wasn't even really a choice. He he didn't really take it as a as a choice. It was like he doing everything he could just to make do, you know, just to kind of get by. Um, and so I guess my question is for you guys is how how can we every single day get up and I mean, obviously, I know that I have this mimicry going on right now with my with the way my dad showed up in business because my mom was not a business person. She, you know, I, I couldn't, I can't, you know, I'm looking back to mimic somebody because I'm trying to figure out how to do this, right? Um, I look to him. So how do we every single day wake up with the, um, with the idea that, you know, we can take what, what our you know, the good work ethic that my dad provided for me, and I can take that and run with it with with what I can add and what my mentors have showed me. So I guess what is what is a good way to kind of do that on a daily, like a daily practice to be able to just kind of step in? I mean, it's literally stepping into my own shoes in, in this business um, environment. Mm. Beautiful. So the first thing I want to say is asking yourself the question, what will it take to step into my own shoes in business? I love that metaphor, Lori. Like, and, and even like, cause you're so physical, right? Like, ha, huh, yes. these are my shoes. What capacities, every time you put on your shoes every day, you know, what do I know about business that no right. one else knows? What are my capacities in business? What are my geniuses in business? Right. And to like, if you had that as a ritual, I think that would be really fun because it, in the, at the end of the day, it's really about, OK, like, who am I? What do I know about this? What do I choose? What awarenesses do I have? And as we see different things that out there that we like or that we would like to um, <clears throat> that we would like to take on for ourselves is like, oh, I'll have some of that, please. Will it take for me to be more of that frequency? Will it take for me to have more of that kind of living in business, right? So I think it's kind of a process of claiming what we want. It's like, oh, it sounds to me like you like an aspect of the work ethic, that ability to get up and make things happen and 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 put things in motion, right? But what I yes. would say even on that, Lori, is what do you know about that that your dad didn't? Right? What do you know about that right. that he even doesn't? So that you can find a new version of that. Because, like, it's, it's so funny for, for the listeners who don't know, uh, Lori and Suzanne are sisters. Right? So Suzanne's over there going, yeah, that work ethic's killing me. Because <laughs> I'm working 9,000 hours a week. And Lori's over here saying, I like that work ethic. And so, and that's really true in family systems is that we mimic different parts. And, and we see it differently is of who we are, right? And so, so that it doesn't descend into the shadow side called I have to work my booty off and not get very much at the end of the day, you want to go, okay, what do I know about a work ethic in terms of creation that would in expand and increase my life and living? So that That's it can be great. So it can be your version, Lori. Yes, yes. Well, and I love that. I love that because. It really, when it comes down to it, it really, you know, that's really kind of what we're here for, I guess, is to kind of uh, take what, what we can and, you know, and add what we, we know and share, you know, the vision for what we have 
that's going to be a little bit different than what we, you know, experienced. I mean, really, you know, if there wasn't people like you guys doing the things that you're doing, I wouldn't even know that I had an option. I wouldn't even have a choice. And I think it's really being able to step into, um, you know, what is it that I know about this that I've never given myself credit for knowing and um, just really claiming that and moving forward in a, you know, in a way that is honoring to who I am and also being able to respect and honor what they gave me as far as a model. Mm-hmm. And so. you know what, Laura, what I'd add to that and what I've been doing is, you know, there's literally we have this track tape in our head that um, gets really loud, especially when we're under stress and when mm-hmm. we're in transition. And it's a lot of times the words and the languaging isn't ours. It's our parents. And so what I know is that there's been times where my dad's, uh, our dad's, you know, wordage, like the way that he would, the energy he would have towards work or what he said, uh, you know, of like how tired he was and all that kind of stuff, that that languaging would just like pop on, like turn on in my head and I'd start thinking about it all the time, you know, and I'd start mm-hmm. like buying into it. Right. And so, you know, it's in that moment that I use the tool, like who's, who is that? And like, who, do, who does that belong to? Who does that thought belong to? It's not even mine. I'm going to return it, you know, because I don't need it. Like I don't, I don't choose to uh, run that. And so it's actually kind of a way to do, you know, return to source with full consciousness, you know, like, uh, thanks for your opinion, and I'm going to choose me, and I'm going to choose stepping into my shoes. So, you know, actually using that access consciousness tool has really helped me too. Um, just like uh, I pick up energies from people all day long, and I return them to source, but also I pick up old energies, you know, and old thoughts, right. and old track tape type of stuff. And so it's like, okay, I return to source with full consciousness. That's great. Cool. Huh. Awesome. Well, thanks, thanks for, you guys. Thanks for calling in, Lori. It looks like they're um, asking us to move into break time. So thank you so much for that. Okay. And it really offers some great guys. tools for our listeners. Thanks, Lori. Appreciate it. Bye. 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 Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm.
This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird. That's the second time I got that right, maybe even the third. <laughs> and I'm very proud of myself. And you are with Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer, and we were talking about um, the show is all about like claiming your own life and realizing when you're actually choosing and living from someone else's life. And um, I love there was a comment in our chat room during the break uh, said um, that they realized that they're playing an old track. It's so old. It's eight track. Old. Super old. My goodness. So. But just to kind of wrap up a little bit about what we were talking about, I want to make sure we have about five minutes left and I want to make sure to give people some tools and some some ways to like really step beyond this. It, and it all starts with you got to want to, you know, it's like you got to want to like, like figure out what it is that you want. I mean, sometimes it's easier just to live in the soup of someone else's world because then we don't have to be responsible for ourselves. There's always something Mimicry, again, guys, mimicry isn't happening to you. You're choosing it. And we're choosing it for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes it feels easier. Well, if I'm living their life and it fails, then <laughs> it's their fault. You know, like, it's <laughs> yeah, it's somebody else's fault. It's my parents' <laughs> fault, Megan. <laughs> so, hey, Ed, you know what? By the way, I do want to mention this because this isn't the this isn't the only time we're going to be talking about this because next week it's kind of like a part two a little bit. So, you know, we're just getting into this uh, topic, into the juiciness of this. And next week we're going to be taking it to a whole new level. So if you like what you're learning, um, then stay tuned for part two, right? Yes. You know, on this topic, hun, I think we could do like three months gosh i know i think we need series of stuff seriously because it's like we need we, just, we need series seriously we do that's like a tongue twister say that 10 times seriously seriously i'm not even kidding you i'm so serious <laughs> okay let's give them some clearings hun okay so I actually really want to stick with kind of the clearings that we've been using not to kind of complicate the the matter too much. But the the big question to be asking in any area where that feels stuck, and if there's an area that you haven't been able to change, okay, chances are it's because you're actually not at choice. You've just been mimicking someone else's thing. And so one of the best questions to ask is whose reality am I validating with the choices I am making in any area of your life. So fill in the blank. So for me, I was validating my mother's fears with my body. I was making choices that validated my mother's fears, right? So whose reality am I validating with the choices I am making in, and in Lori's case, with the choices I am making in business, 
And everything that brings up and lets down, uncreate and destroy it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Yes. Who's, whose reality are you validating the choices that you are making with your body? Mm-hmm. Everything that brings up and lets down, will you uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Whose reality are you validating with the choices that you are making with money? Everything that brings up and lets down, will you uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And whose reality are you validating with the choices you are making in relationship? Everything that brings up and lets down, will you uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. <clears throat> right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. You know, what I have to say is I'm so glad that there's some good stuff about this because, like, every single one you you said, I'm running. Like, I, I'm, I'm like this awesome biomimetic mimicker. It's it's crazy. I'm like, really? I've been working on this for a long time. I feel like I'm pretty authentic in my life. I am like really, you know, cranking it up and doing life my way. I feel so expressed in who I am. And yet every single one of those clearing statements ran for me. I'm like over here going, what? What else is possible? <laughs> Yes. Who else could I be that I uh-huh. have not even known up to here for? It's crazy uh-huh. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So what else is possible here? What else can I choose? Right. So after we do those clearing, after you use those tools to kind of clear the space, you want to ask new questions because asking a new question, guys, is creating a new choice. It's opening up new creation points for choice in your reality. That's the beginning. Asking a new question is a choice in of itself, but it also brings about new choice options that weren't available when you were in the goo of someone else's reality. So two of the choices I was playing with since uh, my session yesterday is, hey, body, what would you like to look like? Hey, body, how would you like to be created? And so, like, I'm opening up. I realize that I've not been creating my body. So I'm asking a question about my own body, about what it wants to look like, how it is that it wants to be created now. You've got five seconds, hon. Okay. So (laughs) ask new questions to be continued next week. We didn't end pretty, but what are you going to do? Love you. everybody thank you for listening to love life and all things weird megan and suzanne will be back next wednesday at noon eastern standard time 11 a.m central 10 a.m mountain and 9 a.m pacific on a to zen.fm be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of Anne and claim your marvelous